Hello again, everyone. My name is David Bastow, alongside ARIA President Stacey Evoy, and this is the Real Estate Edition podcast. Now, forms is always a very popular topic among realtors, and that's why we talked to Cassandra Agnew-Walker and Kelly Billings from ARIA Standard Forms in this episode. Stacy, it's used daily by realtors, and these forms do change year to year. A very important subject. Yeah, David, it's the one thing I would say realtors take for granted. Uh, you know, we just have them to use, but there's a lot of work that goes into them. We'll find out how many there are in total and get to hear about the AI chatbot that's available 24-7. But before we get to the interview, be sure to rate and review the podcast wherever you're listening today, and we thank you for doing so. Now, our conversation with Cassandra and Kelly. You're listening to this month's episode of The Real Estate Edition with host David Bastel. Cassandra and Kelly, you've both been on the podcast in the past. I know by now most of our listeners know exactly who you are, but for those who might need a reminder, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your role at ARIA? And we'll start off with you, Cassandra. Okay. Uh, I am proudly head of ARIA Standard Forms, tasked with pretty much everything forms, uh, which uh, we have a very passionate, knowledgeable team, and we accomplish many projects and deliverables on behalf of members and for members. Uh, some very visible, and uh, some are sort of behind the scenes. And so I guess some of the primary ones, of course, uh, that members would be very aware of are the annual updates and the mid-year updates where they're necessary. Uh, so I would li liaison with the Standard Forms Committee. I would work with many different departments. I think one of the prominent things that are happening is the TRESA amendments. So I uh, am subject matter forms related for the government relations and the TRESA task force. Uh, certainly working with all of our educational materials and presenting webinars and tutorials and our broadcast, the standard, uh, are amongst many of the other areas that, of course, I would be either overseeing or participating in with our boards, associations, brokerages, and members. Hopefully that capsulates at least most of the things, David. Thank you for asking. Absolutely, it does. Uh, Kelly, what about yourself? My position is a senior manager of Standard Forms Projects and Communications, which includes managing all forms projects and deliverables. And this involves the whole team setting out our plans, analytics, progress updates, and reporting. It'd be kind of hard to list everything under my purview. However, I wouldn't want to forget one of my absolute favorites. It's co-hosting the Standard Broadcast with Cassandra, in which we get to speak with very engaged members. To recap for our listeners, how many ARIA forms and clauses are there that your team oversees? Oh, this is a good test for Kelly. I'm going to let Kelly go ahead with that one. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Cassandra. In 2022, ARIA has, has 211 standard forms and over 300 clauses. By the way, we encourage members to download the clause booklet to review nearly 100 vital notes and cautions. And it's a growing list as well, isn't it, Cassandra? Can you tell our, our listeners uh, about what's been keeping you busy as of late? Uh, pretty much what Kelly just talked about. The 200 forms plus the clause is not cheesy. <laughs> I was going to say, wait you, a second. <laughs> yes, you, you could ask pretty much any time through the year. I will touch on a couple of things that are, are, are more within this month and the next couple of months. But really, any time through the year, 
uh, the member emails, member phone calls, they keep us hopping and we, we totally welcome them. Uh, certainly that's the way we get feedback. That's how we understand uh, what's happening out there, what's trending. And almost every member contact is unique. So it's always enjoyable uh, to certainly either receive those inquiries or obviously ultimately to engage with the members. More specifically, every year in the fall, just after the Board of Directors uh, fall meeting, uh, where they review and consider, and, and we have had uh, approval this year, of the Standard Forms Committee recommendations, we tackle our annual updates, which is a quite a significant task. Uh, as we say, new year, new forms. And by the way, to everybody listening, this year in 2023, we have one new form and numerous forms revisions. Uh, we can't uh, spill the beans just yet. December 1st every year is when we make our summary of revisions available. As a note to all our listeners, uh, we will likely in the next four to six months also see revisions to our forms and most likely a handful of new forms uh, due to the TRESA amendments upcoming. Uh, certainly that date is, is key for April 1st. So more than likely we'll be having the Standard Forms Committee and the Board of Directors review recommendations for those additional because that's sort of a mid-year task. So that's kind of what's been keeping us late, uh, busy. And we have, of course, ongoing webinars uh, and our, our events with reality that uh, forms will be present at. So we look forward to those. But all of that in the last couple of months, certainly keeping us busy. Looking back on the first half of 2022, what were some of the most common questions you received about forms and clauses? Well, as a team, we review topical inquiries to keep abreast of members' forms, questions, or issues. Many of our forms questions received or questions sent directly to us at forms are driven either by webinar topic of the month or topic of the standard broadcast. A few, I recall, were topical to Form 244, the seller direction form, and member-to-member -member uses of the ever-popular Form 801. <laughs> there are some weeks where, coincidentally, we'll get four or five or more of a similar topic, like questions around Form 400, agreement to lease, versus the government standard lease, or registrant interest disclosure, Forms 160, 161, and Form 610, which covered different types of member interest disclosure. Maybe uh, now I can take a quick second just to plug how you can reach us. Our designated forms email address is standardforms.orea.com. But uh, Cassandra may also have additional comment on frequent questions as well. Yeah, that'd be great if that's okay with everybody. Uh, I think one of the frequent topics, and I alluded to it earlier, is uh, because we have consultation papers, a lot of activity, a lot of things in the newspaper, the government, RICO, and of course, ARIA uh, lobbying, and even the boards locally about TRESA, uh, the upcoming amendments, and how they're going to affect uh, or bring revisions to the standard forms. And really, maybe will it affect their trading activity? So as, as was mentioned, those amendments to tre the TRESA amendments will be in effect April 1st. So ultimately, the standard forms committee will are familiarized uh, right now with some of those areas and revisions are being considered and the timeline will likely roll out uh, forms and clauses that would be new or revised uh, prior to that April 1st date. So watch for the all-member e-blast. I think just the conversations out there, people are hearing things in consultation. They're hearing things that are upcoming and they're wondering why that something hasn't changed. Well, if it's not in effect till April, uh, we tend to you know, make sure we clarify for them. Uh, things are status quo 
uh, because they work until things are changed. I think that's just one other area that I, I've sort of been fielding, and I, I think we've had quite a few inquiries around. Um, so I'll just put that one out there, David and, and Stacy. Cassandra, you kind of talked about it a little bit with some of your answers, but let's just recap a little bit for anything that we did miss. So uh, what can members expect for the rest of 2022? There's only a couple months left uh, of this season. And also, are there any new ARIA forms or clauses that they should be aware of? Uh, thanks, Dave. David. Um, as, as we mentioned, there is one new form that's upcoming. And because we're still going through the processing, every year what we do is upload the summary of revisions file December 1st. So we hope that members will mark their calendar, go and retrieve that so they can have a look. And we also do webinars, uh, both for boards and brokerages for the leaders, as well as for the general membership. Uh, early in December, before the middle of December, we, we host those both of those webinars. Uh, so you've got the files uh, we did mention that we have many revisions uh, on, on numerous forms. A lot of them this year, fortunately, uh, were minor in nature, uh, some housekeeping, uh, but ultimately I think that uh, members are best to mark their calendars for December 1st. We're not trying to hide anything. It's just that what happens every year is when we talk about them early on, we get a lot of members saying, send us the forms, and they're not quite formatted and ready with our licensees for those fillable sources. So ultimately, we do encourage members to mark their calendar. However, if I may, I mm -hmm. think a reminder throughout the year uh, is, is really good on, on our current 2022 new forms and some of the core elements of revisions that were happening in 2022. So I will remind members, we had a new confirmation of cooperation and representation form. It was for landlord and tenant, uh, which parallels the existing for many, many, many years, confirmation, cooperation, or representation form, which is form 320. So form 320, the new one, form 324 are things for members to go back and review if they haven't already as well one of the core changes revisions to 16 different agreement forms was the new electronic signatures clause which had been around for a long time inserted into the schedule of any agreement but in 2022 for members that was one of the i would say substantial adjustments that members uh, were updated about so i think sometimes it takes one to three years for things to land in front of members so i like to remind members of the current revisions and the current new forms uh, that'll keep them busy till we get that summer of revisions file out again last year you launched the standard which is a 10-week interactive video series where members got to ask their forms questions to you live. Can you share some more info about that? Hmm. Kelly, any favorites? Favorites? Oh, goodness. It's, uh, it's hard to choose a favorite. But uh, I guess I would say the Ask Me Anything episode. I believe it was uh, episode nine of season two. Members were so engaged asking forms questions with no specific topic to drive the conversation. And while we received tons of questions during that episode, there was also a large number of members who joined just to hear the answers to what other members were asking. Yeah. How about you, Cassandra? Yeah, I, I would agree. I, I think the membership engagement with each other, I know that uh, providing the the service, providing the conversation is certainly an asset for members, for member value, uh, from ARIA membership, obviously, the value of having that opportunity. I really particularly like, maybe not topic, but the functionality and the standard. So thanks for bringing that up, Stacey, uh, that particular offering. Uh, we have a up, what is it called? Upvote. So it's really interesting. The telltale 
that members are upvoting other member questions is is that members are not alone. Uh, it's not one member that has a particular question. There's like three, four, five, ten, twelve that are upvoting those questions. So we shuffle our conversation a little bit to to make sure we manage those. And, and I really do think things that are topical. Uh, I would list them out. Um, not uncommon, as we've said throughout this podcast a little bit earlier, is the seller direction issues, getting seller consent, educating sellers, educating buyers on the agreement and the offer process. And we know we're going through some trending changes on offers and negotiations. Uh, Form 244 is quite popular in those conversations. And we had uh, episodes on on those forms alone, the ones about seller directions and consents and and even buyer consents and acknowledgements. So I think most members enjoy the day-to-day form discussions. We find that in our webinar. I don't want to change the topic because the standard is such a phenomenal offering. We get a lot of really good engagement, a lot of good positive feedback on that they learn something every episode uh, just from the conversation. Uh, however, the, the webinars are very, very similar. We see a lot of conversation, a lot of questions that are that are asking similar type of questions and content because trading is trading and, and members need to work with each other. And I think that goes from the local up to our sort of conversation across the province too. As your president, I can tell you as I go around the province, uh, this is one thing I hear about. So kudos to you and your team uh, on the standard. I think people love that live and interactive. Kelly, I'm going to ask you the next question. Where can listeners go if they want to watch some past episodes of the standard? Oh, great question. Thank you. The standard is currently under the member services tab of aria.com. It's one of the many resources found within the list of links on the left bar of that standard forms landing page. Love the visual. (laughs) I can see it. (laughs) And spoiler alert, spoiler alert, Cassandra, what topics will be covered on next season? Can you give us a sneak peek? Well, one, we're open to any topic. We're in the planning, but without a doubt, I'm sure we're going to have a special episode uh, with Tressa Amendments. That's going to be something that's going to take members uh, repeat exposure to in order to familiarize themselves as they're working along with listings, buyers, and negotiations. So Tressa Amendments will definitely be one of them. I think when we're looking at the changing market, uh, we're we're actually planning on, on uh, one perhaps even multiple episodes referencing how using the forms and clauses and even the negotiation clauses uh, might be a little different today and in the next few months as we've we've heard and members are saying they're experiencing a very different market. So for example, conditions exist. Not that that's ever gone away, but more so members are experiencing conditions and they're experiencing closing uh, communication um, I don't want to say their issues because issues has a negative connotation, but definitely around the, the changing market, the, the changing use of varying forms, not that all forms don't sort of fall into uh, particular trade files for each of the members across the province, but we're finding that there's just a few more flagged documents and methods uh, and clauses that are used in negotiations. So I think we're definitely going to focus there, but please, if anybody out there has suggestions on, on discussions for our broadcast or webinars, we're always open to hearing it and we are amidst the planning. So it's not really a spoiler alert, but I, I think um, those, those few uh, topics that I mentioned, they're definitely on our radar. So what order they fall in, we have 10 episodes in a, in a season uh, so we're definitely going to feel out what uh, what's happening in the market as we get to the launch date. I love how you tailor the episodes to what's happening in the market. I think that's really important. And Cassandra, lastly, can you tell us when the next season will launch? 
Well, all we can say now is early 2023. Uh, we were we were looking at um, you know late this year, but with things that are happening, we adjusted it a little bit so that we could incorporate trust amendments and other things that are changing in the market as members get used to the, the trends that are changing in their trading activity. So I would say watch for all member e-blasts, watch for our promos. Uh, certainly early 2023 is, is our aim. Uh, we work with varied departments at the association. So um, yeah, and, and Tr- Stacy, I'd love if you'd be a, a guest with us, one of those episodes. I would love that. Great. See, I put her on the spot. She had no choice. Yeah, she couldn't say no. <laughs> I like your style. Uh, your your team really produces a lot of great, helpful content for the members. Everybody knows this, and 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 one of the great things about it are you know as far as popularity is concerned and how much it gets viewed are the webinars that you produce. Um, what are some of those webinars that you might have coming up just to give our audience a, a little bit of a taste of what's to come? Excellent. Kelly, you want to tackle that a little bit? Absolutely. Uh, Just to mention a few webinars, uh, we have recordings available on aria.com, the Forbes webinar landing page. Um, A recent webinar titled, Who Needs to Disclose Anyway? And our latest customizing clauses to your negotiations. Uh, These brought about much member engagement and questions. So those recordings are available, like I said. Our upcoming webinar is critical member written communications with consumers. And this is a definite for everyone to attend. But finally, as Cassandra had mentioned in mid-December, Wednesday, December 14th, every member needs to join in. We'd love to see everybody there. We have our new year, new forms, 2023 annual update webinar. So watch for our forms, all member e-blast with registration details for that one. You also have a Forms AI chatbot. How can that assist members, Cassandra? Uh, significantly, if we could say it in one word. <laughs> I would like to say that members have this 24-7 little helper tool. A lot of members still are not aware of it. Uh, ultimately, when you log in or, or sign in to aria.com as a member, you'll see the little bot kind of popping up saying, can I help you? Can I help you? This Years ago, I guess it's now over three years, we've been working to um, grow and develop the bot knowledge. I have to say it was quite the learning path for me. I I didn't know it was going to process this way. I'm not that techie, but uh, ultimately there are tens of thousands of uh, training bits and bytes that we've entered. I mean, we say we have over 200 forms, over 300 clauses, but there are just thousands of different pieces that cross-reference the forums with their webinars, the forums with their forms explained annotations, the forums and or clauses and webinars and so on and so forth. So we've got the bot that can help members put their fingertips on resources, uh, either a relevant form to their question or to their situation, relevant forms resource. And even sometimes we've provided the bot, uh, information for members to actually have an external link, whether it's a RICO bulletin or, or contact RICO, or maybe it's a landlord tenant board or something like that. Now we don't do as much of that, of course, as the area association information and the forms and clause uh, resources, but ultimately that bot has grown to become, I'll even say a toddler. Can't say it's an adult, but it definitely has gone from a baby bot to a toddler bot. And we just continue to aim for that bot to grow in its knowledge. So definitely a, a great member asset, we're going to encourage members to visit the area.com site. Uh, once they sign in, they can click and ask a few questions 
And as Kelly said earlier, I know repetition is always good. Standardforums.area.com is always their resource as well. Cassandra, when we brought this in, what I imagined with this was you at the end of the day when you left Aria walking the little ch chatbot dog and it would ask you a question and you'd stay with it all day long and answer its question. So that's the that's the image I get in my head of the chatbot. I just need to let you know. Well, thank you for that morning chuckle. <laughs> Quite the visual. <laughs> Uh, and that and that chatbot keeps on getting bigger and bigger and smarter and smarter. Um, this has been a lot of fun. Uh, I'm going to get both of you to answer this if you can. Is there anything else you'd like to share with us uh, and share with our listeners before we uh, uh, call it uh, a show today? You want to start, Kelly? Absolutely. Now, we have, I'm not sure if members are aware of this, but we have a number of Forms and Clause self-directed learning tools. So we talk a lot about the webinars. We talk a lot about the standard broadcast, but also in the background, just waiting for people to access it are our Forms tutorials and practical guidance tutorials. For example, there's a Forms Form 100 mini series tutorial, which simply means there's multiple tutorials on that one topic. We also have an Are You a Forms Rockstar quiz available on ORIA.com standard forms landing page. And you'll find that right in the center of the page. You can even retake it if you don't come up with your expected result the first time. No reason. You won't not tell to anybody. Yeah, everybody can get 100%. Sorry, that's true. right. <laughs> and you can, as, as we said, you can retake it as many times as you like. And lastly, we have our new My Academy courses within the CREA website, OREA Education Pages. By the end of the year, we are aiming for four course options for members. Seller Direction and Consents, New Member Must Knows, Brokerage to Brokerage Communication, and Understanding Form 801 and Form 244. We truly want every member to be the forms expert with their consumers. These tools can help achieve that expertise. Excellent. Excellent. And, and I think uh, first for, if I, if I may add, and this is my sort of closing comments, I like to mention it wherever the opportunity arises for boards, associations, brokerage management. If you're interested in a forms outreach session, whether it's the annual update, whether it's forms talk, forms conversation with your members to have them ask questions or get answers or just have discussions around forms and clauses on their trending issues. Uh, we offer an outreach session, uh, and, and certainly we try to accommodate any date. Ultimately, standardforms.area.com, you can reach out and just tell us you have interest. We'll send you a memo and an outreach request form. And secondly, I think I can speak for the entire forms team. We're all passionate. Um, every one of our forms team has member engagement background. They understand, for the most part, the member business, the member need uh, to understand and be aware and be the expert with their forms. So that's our endeavor. And ultimately, let us know if you have a forms question, a suggestion for Standard Forms Committee. Uh, and again, really just to have a conversation on what kind of resources that we can help you with. So I, I think I'll leave it there, David. Uh, super fun today. Thank you for having both Kelly and I. And uh, we had an opportunity to share most of our forms resources and forms news. So thanks, Stacy and David. Always, always good to be here with everyone. Thank you for your time. Before we go, I want to remind you that all ARIA members and their families have access to LifeWorks. 
a well-being solution that provides users with 24-7 access to counselors, specialists, and self-guided resources for dealing with all of life's moments. Visit aria.com forward slash lifeworks for more information and to access the service. And finally, don't forget to check out realheart.ca to read the inspiring stories of realtors giving back to their communities and to share your story. That's realheart.ca. Well, that wraps up another episode of the Real Estate Edition podcast. My name is David Bastel. Thank you for listening. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you again soon. Visit aria.com slash podcast for more information, links, and a full list of our episodes to date. New episodes are out the second Tuesday of every month. Hey.